great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We have a lot to get to this morning. Count one for Mayor Eric Adams thus far. A New York City judge just a few hours ago has denied the request to temporarily stop the city's plan to force uh, mentally ill people to be hospitalized. So the city's plan is going to go forward as of right now. Federal Judge Paul Crotty, in his order, found it premature to request emergency relief uh, from the mayor's recently announced policy. Crotty didn't rule on the specifics. That's important. But in the written order, he said that the coalition of attorneys who asked him to stop Adams' policy, uh, ranging from New York Lawyers for the Public Interest and the National Alliance on Mental Illness of New York City, had not proven it would currently cause irreparable harm barring immediate court intervention. So as of right now, count one for a victory for Mayor Adam as it relates to his policy of getting homeless people off the streets. And, folks, you already know what I feel about that. It is a good policy. It is a policy that is humane. Whether you like Adams, whether you hate Adams, this is a good idea. Other mayors have punted this issue for far too long. So I started to discuss the issue that we're going to deal with the the meat of, of, of the show this morning. I started to discuss it last night, but I wanted time to think about it and gather my thoughts in which a New York City migrant family separated mother and son under Trump border policy. It's hard to even say this with a straight face is seeking reparations in a lawsuit. And so, you know, at the end of the day, perhaps this is another reason why I do not support reparations. Everybody is going to want reparations. Now, the migrants have the nerve, or at least this woman and her son, they want reparations. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We all know um, one week before Title 42 expires, the Trump administration policy, the excellent policy, it bears repeating the excellent policy. Oh, oh, Trump, Trump is too mean. He doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't have sympathy. Well, the Biden administration tried to continue this policy, the policy at the border in which U.S. officials can say no to entry into the country. It ends next week. And so the backstory, if you will, a federal judge last month blocked the use of uh, Title 42, which since the start of the uh, coronavirus pandemic has allowed officials to turn away migrants encountered at the U.S.-Mexico border. And by the way, by the way, by the way, folks, and I'm going to break down the lawsuit. It, it, lawyers lawyers are, are something else. 
Um, I'll define that in, in a little bit. But the crisis and the anticipated crisis at the southern border appears to be taking a toll. And this is really sad on rank and file customs and border protection officers. Three agents, three took their lives in November. That brings the 2022 total suicides within the agency to 14 more than any year in over a decade. You tell me why. We know why. It's a rhetorical question. What these men and women have to put up with. We're going to start with your calls in just a second. We see them coming in. But also, and I don't take any glee in this What I told you, folks, America has done the wrong thing legalizing pot. City to city, state to state. The latest antics, prosecutors in Queens have made uh, an arrest. A converted mini school bus, you know what they look like, the mini school buses, right? Well, this bus decked out in the Jamaican Rastafarian colors of green, yellow, and red and still was equipped with the traditional stop sign, was doing business in Rockaway Park, just two blocks from nearby schools. And remember, folks, we're just starting. We're just starting with this legalized marijuana. Two men were charged in a sting operation, and police say with undercover buys, so it's a, a, a mini school bus that's been converted where you can go into the school bus and buy your pot. This is the world that we live in today. The politicians thought it was so cute. Oh, the tax revenue, the tax revenue. Show me the money. We're going to end up spending more money in terms of health issues, crime issues, on and on and on. So in the undercover operation, police say they were able to buy undercovers two and a half pounds of cannabis, 274 joints, and nine THC evaporator evaporator pens from this school bus. This school bus, two blocks from area from area schools. And on top of that, city council member Gail Brewer in Manhattan says many of the stores, or at least some of the stores in her district, are already selling marijuana even though it's illegal to do so. We're just starting with this process. And former President Donald Trump is teasing a major announcement that is expected today, today, the 15th of uh, December, with the superhero cartoon character, of uh superman so he's uh he's uh standing in front of um, his uh building trump towers and on Tro- truth social uh the the mayor the mayor the former president <laughs> announced uh what he's he's going to make the announcement today america needs a superhero So what will he announce today? Um, You know, we all know he's announced his run for president. Uh, We all know that, um, I mean, one of the possibilities he 
could uh, announce his intended running mate. I don't think so. Another possibility, uh, and this is a long shot. I don't even see it as realistic uh, to announce a bid to become Speaker of the House, which doesn't require the office holder to actually be a House member. I, I don't see that happening. But, folks, uh, I see your phone calls. Let's start with your calls. We are going to uh, to take them. Let's start with Maria in Brooklyn. Good morning, Maria, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. Um, always loved hearing and listening to your show. Thank you. It's very um, kind of you to say. I wanted to cover the topic that you started with the mayor and the uh, and the plight of the um, mentally ill. Yes. Let me tell you something. This is the only country in the world that has this problem. Please do not tell me that other countries all over the world do not have mental problems, mental uh, ill people, rather. However, you don't see other countries having mentally ill, assassinating and murdering people at the rate we're doing. I mean, this has to do with our laws. Um, you also cover the situation about uh, why are we calling it an immigration issue? It's no longer an immigration issue. This is an invasion. Americans, wake up. You are being invaded by the world, basically, at this point, because of one party. There is a plan for this. I can't figure out what the plan is. But your country, my country, America, we have an invasion, an active invasion aided by politicians of one party going on. And why are we still calling it immigration? I mean, now to the point that these people uh, decide, they make a decision in other countries, they put their children, babies at risk of dying, and now they're holding our government and our and, and us citizens responsible. Now they're taking they're taking us to court because of they've been in danger. I mean, it's a joke. It, it, it's. You know, Maria, I, I let you go on because I agree with everything that you just stated. It, it is ridiculous what is going on at the border, and 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 this is not a um, this is not a partisan attack. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Maria. Okay, we lost Maria. I don't know what happened there, but uh, this is not a partisan attack. I cannot understand, and I, folks, I you don't have to call on this part and tell me that many of you believe that it's a way of increasing democratic enrollment. I, I got that part. But 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 this is simply dangerous, what's going on. And uh, there, there's a new poll out as it re- relates to the presidential race, not good for Mr. Trump. DeSantis is up in this Wall Street Journal uh, survey by 14 points. I'll break that down in just a second. I'm going to go, I'm going to break down this lawsuit. Because this lawyer representing this family deserves an Oscar. The lawyer deserves an Oscar with a straight face that a a, a mother and son comes here. And by the way, let's get this out, out in the open right now. Some of you will probably say that I'm being way too harsh. But the truth of the matter is the Trump policy of separating families was effective. It sent the message of, I am not playing with you. If you come here, this is what is going to happen. So now let me talk for a second out the other side of my mouth. Is it right to separate a mother from her kids? Of course not. But, The United States of America cannot have a situation where the migrants are calling the shots. And so if you choose to use your children as a pawn, that's on you. That's how I feel about the Trump administration policy. And now the nerve, the nerve. You come here with your son, and you're separated. And now you want reparations? You want reparations? How about this? How about this? Here's your reparations. Now get out of America. 
now. How about that? How about that, folks? Let's go to William in Asbury Park. Good morning, William. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good speaking with you again. Um, Listen, on the marijuana issue, I used to be a gorilla farmer back in the early 2000s. Now, the stuff I was growing was maybe 9 to 10% THC. Some of this stuff that they're handing out at the dispensaries, you're talking stuff that's 20 or more percent, and you combine that fact with a lot of people that are using this are also on antidepressants. And now you're seeing these mental health crises, with the, especially with the 30s and down. You, you so, are uh, this is a lot of it. You are correct, and, uh, I, if we're going to have the FDA, these big three-letter governed agencies with, you know, hundreds of millions in tax dollars, why ain't they Why ain't they putting some regulations down with the content of the THC and the, the processes for which it's grown and the processes for which this stuff made? This is like wild, wild west. This is dangerous, sir. Well, I, I believe, William, it's going to happen once it's done legally. <laughs> Right now, yeah, yeah. right now, this is all illegal activity. And so think about this, and it's so scary because uh, I recall growing up as a youngster in this city, and as a youngster in this city, you could go to the corner bodega, and you might have gambling in the back, you might have drug activity, and you saw all of this as kids. You might see dice shooting and in council member Brewer's uh, Manhattan district, she says that she's seen the sales already, already in the stores, which is illegal, which is illegal at this point. So it, 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 it seems like we're going back. Remember the 42nd Street that nobody wants to remember. The porn shops at every other store, the drugs, the crime. Yes. yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, hey, William, thank you for the call. Yes. Hey, right well, can now. I get your what, can one you, thing? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the fire. What's your honest opinion on that so far? I know it's pretty early to call it, but what's your opinion on it? I'll take the answer off here. Thank you for talking okay, to me. Wait, wait, wait. William, my, my opinion on what now? I, I I didn't. All I heard was the the fire. Is he referring to the to the hey, hey. Hey, Matt Blades, is he referring to the NYPD fire? I don't, I couldn't hear what what he said. Yeah, he just said the fire, so I don't know which fire right. he was referring to. Well, we're about to have a fire it, with, with this uh, marijuana that's going on, and with this and with this um, immigration that's going on. Let's go to uh, to Robert in uh, Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? How you doing, Dominic? It's good to talk to you again. Thank um, you. I just wanted to, to clear to something up a little bit. Go ahead. Thank you. Shame to you. Um, th- that that wasn't a Trump policy. That was instituted in 2014 by Obama. Now, I'm not saying that, ha-ha, it's Obama's fault. He did it for a good reason. They were having problems with people bringing up a bunch of kids that weren't their own for child trafficking. Okay. As a matter of fact, Rachel Maddow in 2019, when she was trying to rip Trump, showed a picture of a child in a cage. And she was so dopey, she didn't even realize that the picture said 2014 on it. (laughs) And, And we all laughed at her about that. But yeah, that wasn't a Trump policy. But I'm not saying that to well, attack but, Obama. But, but, but it's a he bit did it for it's a, a good reason. But, but Robert, it's a bit murky because the 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 Obama administration tried to say that I, I know the allegation was made that the Obama administration locked the kids up in cages. I'm not I'm not even dealing with the the cages aspect of that right now. But it was it was Trump that well I, I'm going to look it up to be honest with you, Robert, because I know that it was the Trump administration that took the most heat for this. And and again, to be honest with you, it being completely candid and honest, because in, in, in my household, my wife looks at me and say, how, how could you be so cruel? Though, though, and, and I'm and my attitude is. Uh, we're going into our golden years and I'm tired of paying all these taxes. And, and for, and to be honest with you, Robert, I'm tired of seeing everyone else get over except for American citizens. That's the bottom line. Robert, thank you for your call in Philadelphia, and have a uh, a great morning. Let's go to Roger in Massachusetts. Good morning, Roger. What's on your mind? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. All right. 
Um, we had uh, a front page uh, article in a, a local newspaper that's talking about inclusionary housing. In, no, no, excuse me, inclusionary zoning. What that means from now on, anyone going to be building an, uh, a complex, any developer is going to build a residential complex with 12 or more units, 8% has to be low-income uh, units, no matter, what, no matter what community they're in. Now, over in uh, your neck of the woods in Queens, they're proposing low-income housing uh, development on Willis Point where they're going to build some sort of stadium. Yes, yes. Um, all this housing coming up, I guarantee, I don't, I can't prove it, but I guarantee is to take on the uh, millions, the five plus several millions that have, that have come over from the southern border. And one of the reasons also I say that is uh, a year or so ago when they were flying the airplanes over, uh, flying, doing the flights in the middle of the night, Rita, on Rita's show, she had a caller, a Uber driver call in saying he's picking these people up. They're, and they have addresses, phones, and everything. He's dropping off at buildings with red X's. Now, to me, those are buildings that were being slated for demolition, uh, uh, being, you know, taken down, condemned. So I think all this new housing is going to be for all these migrants. Nice new, you know, housing, uh, government, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Roger, and, and I'm, yeah. being, I'm being sarcastic here. And then after they get the apartments at taxpayer expense, maybe we should just give them reparations too, like like this lady uh, that that is suing. I mean, just give them reparations. You know, we'll we'll pay for mm-hmm. it. You, me, we'll go broke doing so. We may lose our properties. We may not have any pensions left. Look at the market right now, Roger. Thank you for the call. Yeah. Look, look, look at the interest rates right now. But we'll just continue paying for it we'll just we'll just do it we'll just do it right right we have we have endless pockets we'll just we'll just do it we'll just we'll just handle it right we'll just we'll just um frankly these days it's the democratic way that's one of the reasons why i am a republican doesn't mean i won't vote democratic but it's one of the reasons why I am a Republican. I see here uh, David in the Bronx is standing by, and he does not agree with the migrant separation policy. And so I'm going to take David's call this morning and ask him why. All right. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. All right. To get to the rep- uh, well, first of all, calling what they're suing for reparations is incorrect because they're suing for damages for actual damage done to them, not to their ancestors. Okay, okay? so so and, so wait, 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 David. So the, their yeah. own lawyer is wrong. If that if their lawyer is using the word reparations, yeah, they've got an idiot for a lawyer. Okay, there's no such term uh, okay. in our legal okay. system but for David, damages. But David, but David, but David, okay. see, uh, David. Uh, I like you. I really do. But see, here's the problem. We're, we're bleeding money, and you want to argue with me over the term that they're going to use for how they're trying well, to minute, manipulate the system. You didn't let me finish. Okay. You didn't let me finish. Okay. Okay. All right, go ahead. I, first of all, listen, they have a right to file a lawsuit because they actually uh, entered our country. Uh, they, wait, they have a right to file a lawsuit. That's our law, Dominic. You so, can't just change the law because you don't like it. Okay. I'm not saying they should win. Listen. I don't think they should get a dime, okay, just for the record. But the fact of the matter is they have a right to file a lawsuit, just like you and I have a right to file a lawsuit. See, that's the problem. That's the problem, David. They're not you and I. We are American citizens. That is what you just, David, wait, 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 what you just articulated, and I'm glad you did because I didn't feel comfortable stating it on my own. That is exactly the problem. They are coming here, the migrants, believing that they are entitled to the same, if not better, than American citizens. And that's disgusting. All right. All right. First of all, you know the majority of these people are not coming here to, to sponge off of the system. They're coming here to work and to get away from hell holes like Venezuela and Nicaragua and Cuba. So why, why, anyway, why, why is that Americans' problem? Okay. No, I'm serious, David. Why? Kumbaya. Why why is that our problem? 
we have an asylum system. We take that's the law of our country. Okay, you don't like it? Elect people who are going to change it. Okay, we don't even fully fund our border guards. Okay, why hasn't Congress fully funded our border guards? If these are our real priorities, and I'm not just saying it's Republicans, it's Democrats too. Apparently, there's a lot of people that benefit from this. Okay, let's be honest. One of the reasons I like talking to you is because you ask me honest questions, and I try to answer you as honestly as I possibly can and not be partisan, okay? I am not going to defend policies that I think are ridiculous, okay? There are too many people coming into this country, no doubt about it, but they are entitled to the protections of our laws when they are here. That's in our Constitution. It doesn't just say American citizens have the the protection of our laws. It says any person in our borders, okay? So let's be fair, and let's be honest about this. I don't think those people should get a dime. They should be sent back to wherever they came from once they get a fair hearing, which they should have had by now if this happened when Trump was president. Let's be honest. You know, your last caller made up some nonsense about illegal immigrants getting housing. I'm sitting in housing that I had to apply for when I was living in that homeless shelter for three years. You have to be a citizen to get these subsidies for rent and to move into cities we'll, we'll outside affordable we'll, housing. We'll, we'll, we'll see. That's, well, that's the, way. the policy when I got in here right. two years ago. Right, but we'll see. Well, David, I do have to run because I have a lot of other calls, but I thank you. We'll see if that remains the uh, policy. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I've got to take a break, but before we do so, I do want to take these two calls. I'm going to go to our friend Jennifer in Boston and then Hudson in the Bronx. Let's start with Jennifer. Good morning, Jennifer. Go right ahead. Hi, Dominic. Oh, David's killing me. I think he's a very smart, very good-hearted man, but he's very wrong when it comes to needing to be a citizen to get uh, uh, shelter, you know, housing. You can look at Ante Zaytuni. Look it up, David. She was Obama's aunt. And she had a waterfront condo in Boston provided to her by the government. And she said, if the American people are stupid enough to give it to me, I'm not going to not take it. Okay? Ante Zaytuni, Obama, Obama's aunt. Look it up. It's very true. And he also had an uncle that was here illegally. Um, and I will say this. Any person that dares to come to this country after they broke in, it's like breaking into a bank, getting injured, and then wanting the bank to somehow uh, pay you for your injury because you got injured on the premises. Great how point. Great point. And how dare, how dare we keep electing officials that do not change the asylum law? I said this to Rita last night. To hell with all of this going on with uh, worrying about Title 42. This, they're not trying to get away from us. We don't need more border guards and more border security because they are turning themselves in. They want to be caught. They want to be put through the system, and they want to get into the country wherever they want to go with all the benefits that come with it. And I am so sick of this. We need to change the asylum law. Why no one is Congress is the one with the power to do it. And I really think that last but not least, I have a friend who lost her son to an illegal immigrant drunk driver, repeat drunk driver. Her son was returning home from work. He was dragged. The guy, her son was riding a motorcycle. He was dragged by an illegal immigrant in a truck down the road as people begged and screamed at him to stop. And this young man was killed, 23 years old. And where, where is his mother? He, he is separated from his mother for life. She will never see her son alive again, never share another smile, another moment, ever. And nobody cares about her or the tens of thousands of other Americans who have been lost at the hands of the Legos. Nobody talks about their pain, their separation. And, and, and this administration in particular turns a blind eye because there were angel families that had an office in the White House that came through under uh, President Trump, and that was families of uh, members that had been killed by illegal immigrants. It was called the angel families. And when, when Biden got to that White House, Maureen Mendoza, I mean, Marion Mendoza, her son Ronald was killed by an illegal. And you can look this up, too. This is all very true. Maureen Mendoza was, I mean, Marion Mendoza was thrown out of that office along with all the other angel families, and they turned that into an office to help illegal immigrants that had grievances 
uh, with their stay here in America. Okay. Well, well hey, Jennifer, I, I, I appreciate your comment. I do have to move on. I am going to get to Hudson, as I mentioned, and I am late for a break. But uh, based on my screen here, it says Michael in Manhattan, stop wasting time with callers like David. That's what it says here. Let's go to Michael. I want to hear Michael out. Go right ahead, Michael. Yeah. Michael, do me a favor. In the future, you got to pick up the phone. When I say hello, you got to be there because we don't want to hear the I'm loud here. click. No, you're not. You, we heard the loud click. Go right ahead, please. No, I'm here. Michael, go right ahead, please, for the last time. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, some of these people just want to grandstand on the on the radio. Let's no, that, that, that's not that's not that's not what it is. Hey, let, let me address this because I, I first it was Stan, then I received emails about not taking Stan's calls. Now it's it's David, and I receive emails about not taking his call. I am not the type of host that's going to disrespect you by just regurgitating what you want to hear all the time. To me, that's not a responsible host. I believe in a strong diversity of opinion. And so while you may not like what David is saying, and and surely, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to have him on every night, just like I'm not going to have on anyone every night. But I believe in listening to the point of view of everyone, not just what you want to hear. Michael, if I just take calls from people that agree with you on every issue, what's the point? Oh, no, it would be boring. But when somebody is purposely being mendaciously plenipotentiary, that's what bothers me. Okay, well, I got to figure out, I got to uh, look up the definition there, <laughs> Michael, of uh, some of the words you just used. Hey, 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 Matt Blaze, do, do you want to thank you for the call? Do you understand some of those words you were, Kenneth? I think he's he's saying that he doesn't want people to do what he just did. Right, right. right. That's what I think right. he's saying. Well, what we're going to do is take a break. When we come back, we're going to Connecticut to our friend Hudson in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Queens. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of uh, Midnight. And, uh, folks, the holidays are here, and it's time to help to make a difference. This holiday season, Talk Radio 77 WABC is teaming up with the Tunnel to Towers Foundation for our annual holiday radio thon. It starts in just hours today from 6 a.m. to noon. I will be back here at 7 a.m. Uh, with Sid on, on his program in the morning to help us raise money for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation's Season of Hope. All the money raised will bring hope to America's military and first responder heroes and their families this holiday season. You can start donating now. We officially kick this off in just a matter of hours by just going to wabcradio.com slash donate, wabcradio.com slash donate. Happy holidays and thank you from 77 WABC and Tunnel to Towers, go to wabcradio.com slash donate. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, and we're going right back to the uh, telephone calls this morning. Good morning, folks. Our friend Hudson in the Bronx. Good morning, Hudson. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, John. Um, good morning. Just for that just for that last call, so we understand, um, you know, I listen every single night, and part of the reason I haven't been calling that much is because of the callers, and it's because you are one of the only shows that I never miss. Is I like the diversity of the callers. I like the different views. I might not agree with them, but that's kind of what makes your show, you know, one of the best shows that's on this show. Uh, well, well, thank um, you. Thank you. I, I just feel, Hudson, and I want you to make your point, but I just feel that it would be offensive to all of you as listeners if I just regurgitated talking points 
and said, here, here, you. I could easily do that in my sleep. But that's that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring us all together, which means that we got to put everything on the table, which means that you have to listen to the other side, whether you want to or not. Please go right ahead. Well, that's the thing, and, and I'm sorry, and I will get to my point, but if you do that, that's what makes it boring. And if you do that, the other side's going to stop listening, and then we can't hear. Then then I wouldn't call right now because then I can't talk about what that guy's saying and, and kind of bring a point or try to make clear what that guy is saying. Anyway, to to my points for the for the people that called, um, and just to tie everything together with the weed you were talking about and with the illegal immigrants, you know I work in the school, so – the other day, this is in New York City school, we had three kids, um, three kids. This is middle school kids, <laughs> middle school, These little tiny kids. Three kids, three separate ambulances because they all took edibles. So wow. that's how strong, that's how strong the weed is getting and that's how bad it's getting. Now, to your core of how dangerous it's getting with the immigrants coming in is that's how it's getting in. So these people come in, I get approached it's actually becoming a lot more often now. I get approached a couple times a week now by by parents that are coming in, and, you know, they come in with three, four kids. They they just crossed the border. They come in, they ask me, you know, can I sign my kid up in Spanish? Um, and, you know, hey, these people are coming in, and right away they come in, they, they, have, they have brand new cell phones. Um, they have housing right away, so I don't know what that guy was talking about. Um, and then what they do is they come in, and they, the guy might not want to hear the truth, but – they come in and they're, they're all part of the gang. Um, there's a couple different gangs. I, I forgot the name of the, the most popular one, but they come in and then what do they do? They recruit the little kids. The little kids come in. The little kids bring in drugs. So all that stuff ties together. So they, that guy that called, he has to understand that that you know a lot of them are coming here to work. I get it, but they're coming here because they're just getting free stuff, man. It's all free stuff. They, and, and and they know what they're doing. You make it seem when they're on this huge journey that they're not learning the ropes by the time they get here. They know by the time they get here, they know how to get every single program. They know how to get every single dollar that they can out of us. And I'm telling you, if you live in certain parts of New York, you're paying double taxes. So you're not just paying, like, let's just say you live in, like, Yonkers or something. You're paying both. You're paying Yonkers taxes and you're paying New York taxes. So if you see people coming in like that, it's like, what am I doing right now? I, I I'm struggling to put food on the table for my family. People are coming in, and these people are just living off what, what we've been doing for years, trying to work. I know you live in Rock, and I live there, too. Your taxes got to be crazy, Dom, and it's just, it, it's not fair. It's, it's not fair, and your assessment is correct, Hudson. The tax situation is completely out of control uh, if you are a homeowner, and, and that's why I, I just wish that everyone – at some point in their life will own a home to see what it's like. And every month, if you look at the monthly payment, if you didn't have to pay taxes on the house, the actual mortgage would be quite doable. It's the taxes that's the icing on the cake that, that you know, that, that ruins people. And Hudson, you and I both know, uh, it, it, we, we're talking about the migrants uh, that have made it to New York. Um, plain and simple, it's called getting over. You're right. They do know. They know the system. And, I mean, for this lady to sue, and, of course, <laughs> some, some lawyer convinced her uh, to do so. But I, I just don't understand, to be honest with you, Hudson, how this woman can be allowed to stay in the country when she wants to sue. Yeah, well, you know, as and I'm sorry, to, as my father would say, it's such, it's such an old thing to say, but, like, uh, the goal, the goal of that woman to do, to do that. Right, right, because some lawyers said, hey, 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 you can get paid, you can get paid. Hudson, I, I thank you uh, for the call, and I'm really sorry about the children. And and you mentioned just three kids, uh, not just, but three kids taken out uh, via ambulance. And I'm thinking about uh, what's going through my mind is that police officer, that woman police officer that apparently the fentanyl was wrapped up in a dollar bill and somehow she inhaled it or touched it, and boom, she was on the floor. And you've got seconds to get Narcan. And you so, got seconds, and if, if 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 anybody didn't see that video, 
If anyone didn't see that video, look up that video because it is scary, and everyone needs to know that's her just touching a wrapped-up dollar bill because she wanted to see what was in it. And now all those things, that little tiny dust that was in there, people that are crossing the border, the fentanyl coming from China, going through Mexico, they're putting that in pills, and they're giving that to kids. And they got different colors and everything to look like Skittles. This is what's coming across our border. And I'm sorry, Don, because I know you got to go, and I know you got to go. I just want to say one more thing. I can't watch Fox News anymore because of that. I am so tired of the same people coming on, like Lindsey Graham and all these people. We need to do this, and we need to. They don't do anything. No one does anything. My orcas and all these guys and everything. Okay, we just won the house back. These people need to be prosecuted. They all took oaths that they were going to protect our border. The border is the biggest problem that we have in this country right now. So much, 95% of our problems are coming through that border right now, and people need to realize that. Dom, thank you for letting me talk so much. You have the best show on the radio. I love you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Love you too, man. Right back at you, and um, happy holidays. And, you know, uh, thank you, Hudson. I was thinking today after looking at the video of the female officer, and and I'm like, well, you have COVID testing here in the house. Maybe, maybe Dominic, you need to have Narcan here in the house, you know, j- to, because these days you never know what's touched what. And the way that officer just went down and went into a coma-like environment with seizures, and, and it took several shots of the Narcan to bring her back. Now, imagine that happening, and there's no Narcan. You heard Hudson, three kids, three different ambulances taking the kids, middle school kids, to the hospital because uh, of weed edibles and and God knows what's in what. Jeff in Connecticut. Good morning, Jeff. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Love your show. Listen, I wanted to uh, refer back to one of the prior callers who said, you know, if you're within the borders of the United States, that you are, uh, you know, the rule of law extends to you. No. The rule of law extends to the people that are within the jurisdiction of the United States. If you're here illegally, you are not within the jurisdiction of the United States. If you're here on a green card, you're here legally. Work permit, you're here legally. Temporary status, you're here legally. If you cross the border illegally, you are not within the jurisdiction of the border that you just crossed. Hmm. Well, Jeff, what what I'm also considering is that, so this woman is suing now, this migrant. But remember, the Biden administration tried to settle with all a a group that was uh, looking at legal action, and they only walked away from the settlement because of the public outroar that that happened. I mean, and so the Biden administration was just going to give them taxpayer dollars. I, I... I, I, I don't I don't Jeff, I, I don't get it. It's very frustrating to me. And um, you know, our backs we can only shoulder and carry but so much in terms of a, as Americans. How do you see it? Uh exactly the way you see it. The bottom line is, I mean, how many people can get into the life raft before the boat sinks? That's a good way of putting it, Jeff. I, I, I mean should, really I should, hey Jeff, Jeff, this is a joke. I'm glad I thought of that. How many people? (laughs) (laughs) You have a good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. And again, uh, for the Tunnel to Towers uh, fundraiser telethon that's coming up, I will be back in just six hours. I will be here with Sid. Uh, at 7 a.m., 7 a.m., so I hope that you join us. Frank Marano will be here at 6 a.m. with Sid. We'll have this going on from 6 a.m. until noon because Tunnel to Towers is the real deal, raising money to help first responders and our military. We will be right back with more of your telephone calls. W-A-B-C. 
Handling legal matters is stressful. So, let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Folks, we have got to be careful. And this is about the subway system yet again. A man uh, at about 3.35 p.m., on uh, Wednesday afternoon at, again, uh, the 149th Street station in the Bronx train station, blasted a woman and her two-year-old son with pepper spray. Now, the man got into a dispute with two women who were already uh, fighting on the uh, northbound number two, four, and five platform uh, inside the 149th Street Grand Concourse station The battle escalated. He pulls out pepper spray and attempted to unload on the women, but instead hit the baby and his 30-year-old mother, who had nothing to do with the brawl. Medics had to rush them to Lincoln Hospital, where they are in stable uh, condition. The man took off, and the police are looking for him. We are going right back to your telephone calls. We are talking about the migrant that is suing, she wants reparations. She is suing over being separated uh, from the Trump administration policy from her child. So this this woman, was, and she's New York-based uh, now, was among the thousands of uh, migrants separated from their children and deported under the Trump administration's family separation policy, uh, she and her 15-year-old son, we're not talking about uh, a little baby, uh, reportedly fled uh, persecution and gang violence in Guatemala in 2017. She apparently faced years of abuse, and her son was threatened at knife point. Both feared for their lives. They say, according to their mouthpiece lawyer, that they hope to find safety and security in the United States. Instead, they found what the mother describes as torture. Do you hear the drama, the theatrics in my voice? Torture! 729 days of forced separation, mistreatment at detention centers, and uh, deportation. So here's the answer. Don't come. Stay stay where you are. You can't have it both ways. You can't fear for your life in Guatemala and then get to New York and you want to say, show me the money, because essentially that's what you're what you're stating. That's what you're that's what you're uh, claiming. And so the son was taken from the mother. And the suit is about the lasting physical and psychological effects of the experience. Let's go to Henry in Manhattan. Good morning, Henry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh, first, let me ask you, are you familiar with the movie A Few Good Men? Yes. With Tom Cruise? Yes. Yes? Yes. Good. Uh, that's a... Uh, David, David, okay, yeah, there you go. It sounds much. It sounded like you were in Africa somewhere. Okay. Oh, go go ahead. Anyway, I'm in Manhattan. Okay, go uh, ahead. Well, uh, I wonder if the idea of this being a invasion could warrant the military facing them uh, at the border, the invaders, and if they face the military. Uh, as invaders, do you think legally the military would have the right to shoot them? No. Uh, and I also think that your hypothetical will never happen under this administration. But How about under another administration? Is it legal? 
to shoot? Uh, no, I can't see a scenario. To shoot an invader coming over your border? No, it, it, there would have to be extenuating circumstances. The officer would have to fear for their life. You can't just shoot somebody because they're coming over the border. I mean, you know, there would have to be extenuating. How about if they were men? How about if they were wearing a military uniform? And you can't just open up fire, Henry. Thank you for the call. You can't just open up fire on someone in in another country's military uh, uniform. There are strict rules on on the use of uh, of uh, force, especially for the uh, military. But I I thank you for the call. Let's go to Judith in Brooklyn. Good morning, Judith. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. I'm so excited to speak to you. I'm up. I can't believe it. <laughs> you know, you know, you know something. I have a thyroid problem, so I have to go to sleep by a certain time because it runs me. I can't run my thyroid. Like I got to go to sleep, and I always feel bad because I never get to speak to you. So I'm so happy to speak to you, Dominic. You're the best. You're oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. That's yes. very nice of you to say, Judith. Oh, listen, it's the truth. So you know what? Let me put in my two cents over here. First of all, Mike, with his $5 words and his $10 words, could you please tell him that things get lost in translation? Yes. <laughs> you start yes. talking and it's like highfalutin vulgar calorie. No, you just the, like get no, to. Judith, yes. those were $50 words. Those okay, were $50 words, but go ahead. Yeah. I feel like if you talk very simply, straight to the point, you get to understand it better than, you know, yes. so you get lost in translation. Agreed. You know, you, I want to tell you something. I do remember, Dominic, that President Trump himself said that he was not happy separating the children from the parents, but he had no choice because there was a law put in way before him that did something like that. Something, the idea that uh, when you do something illegal, uh, even here, then you separate parents from children, you know, so that type of thing. So there was nothing he could do about it. I wanted to straighten that out, by the way. Also, you know something? These Democrats, they don't care. I heard a call uh, when Rita was on before, and one of the calls was 100% right. They just care for votes. That's why this invasion's coming in. And I will add ballot harvesting votes. In other words, these people can't even speak a word of English. They'll just go in and ballot harvest them the way they do whatever. That's all they care about. It's a matter of getting the votes and keeping the Democrats in power and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And you know something else? Just quickly, Judith, because I have to step yeah. in. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. There were three suicides now in the patrol, uh, border patrol people. It's like crazy. And also, it is. It is. How, Total of 14. Many angel, how many angel moms do we need more than we have already? Like, this okay. is crazy. And the fentanyl is crazy. Wait, wait, Judith. I, I have to step in. I do apologize. I appreciate you stayed up late, but I only have about 40 seconds left. And Frank Morano is joining me right now. Thank you, Judith. Good morning, Hello, Dominic. What do you have coming up? Well, we got an action-packed show. Uh, Brian Kilmeade is going to join me for our weekly sit-down and uh, talk about what's in the news. And uh, we're going to talk with casino analyst Roger Gross about uh, casinos in Nevada, New Jersey, and the ones that may come to New York. What will it mean for New Yorkers and New Jerseyans? Well, it sounds wonderful, and I look forward to listening to your show, as always. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight. And I'll see I, you back in a few hours for the radio. Yeah, right? the radio thon, you're on at 6, correct? Right, you're 7. And I'm 7. All right. So, so, so we'll, you'll follow we'll, me for a change. Yeah, we'll stay, we'll stay up all night together. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Frank Morano on The Other Side of Midnight. Folks, I'll be back at 7 a.m. with Sid. Uh, Frank will be here at 6 a.m. Have a great day. And keep it right there. Talk Radio 77 WABC.